This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. to season three and episode number 177 let's say of the daily beaver morning show here on the crier media network unfortunately my computer is a little slow today and things are not uploading as fast as they should be uh i'm your host uh, the eager beaver pronouns he him hey mr beaver eh? and uh, with me as always is my good friend mr grizzly today recording day is thursday august 3rd 2023 and uh, so far it is a wet morning here at the beaver lodge uh, good morning to you kit daily beaver kit neighbor kit saucy sea witch kit elaine oh kit neighbor well that's dan t You've changed your name here on the chat. Kit Ellen and Kit uh, Elaine, lovely to see you. Kit Tavi G, lovely to see you as well. Thank you for joining us. Um, Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Pepper Master, The Mist V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. We have a Thursday morning uh, nibble for you. But before we go any further, let's do the most important thing we do every day. Mr. Grizzly. Hello, and 
How's your mental health today? Good morning, Mr. Beaver. I just had to clear my throat there for a second. Um, mental health today, same, it's same thing every day this week. Wicked, vivid, lucid dreams that disturb my very thoughts and take me about 30 minutes in the morning to wake up and realize none of it happened. So that's where I am. <laughs> I don't know what else to say outside of that. Just kind of in a very weird state of mind. Mm-hmm. And it is a uh, weird state today uh, yeah. for the show yeah. uh, because there was big news yesterday and you have to be living under a rock to have not heard it mm-hmm. uh, because it was global news because yes. our prime minister is the longest serving leader of a G7 nation and a bit of an international rock star. Um, so it got treated like celebrity news. Mm-hmm. Um, but the prime minister and um, Sophie Gregoire Trudeau have decided um, to part ways. Um, they have signed a legal separation agreement. Uh um, apparently there's a lot of ethical things that you have to do when you're a political couple, uh, especially leading the nation and, um, getting separated. So apparently they took care of all of that. Um, there's no real re- reasons given. Um, and not that we should expect any none because of damn it's business. none of our business. Um, there's lots of speculation as to whether or not, uh, the few years of COVID, because that was a bit for many couples. It brought a lot of couples closer, but broke up a lot of couples. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's speculation that the fact that the prime minister might want to run for yet another term, and given what happened in the last election, what just happened in Belleville, um, it's just too damn much. And she did not sign up for that. And that's completely reasonable, right? It's again, a reasonable statement. Yeah. We do not know. No, we don't. Everybody that's speculating, and then you got the nasty speculation because, of course, yesterday uh, was the perfect day for all the absolute worst people in the nation, as Max Fawcett put it, uh, to come out of the woodwork and show who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and of course, uh, some people didn't fail to live down to expectations. Um, and yes, we're talking about you, Q, Ian. What a shit given. Be Bexty. He might be getting a divorce. He's still not going to fuck you. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Okay. Stop. Stop. He literally tweeted something. I, think, I wonder who's going to get a man first. It's not going to be you, Kian. No. Okay, it's not going to be you. Seriously. And then you got not RuPaul, Canada's most emotionally dehydrated old prune, not being able to understand all the sanctimonious drivel about us saying, hey, let's keep the kids out of it. Let's not comment on this. Because the kids are, what, 8, 14, and 15? Um, not sure about the eight year old, but the 14 and 15 year old are definitely old enough to have their own cell phone and be on Twitter and whatnot and see everything that is being written yeah. about their parents, not RuPaul. 
and 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 about them about them they'll get it about them they'll get it from other kids in school too right even if they you know even if the rcmp monitors all their social media they'll still get it from kids in school i think uh the best thing i've read about this thus far and because because it's from someone we know and love i'm going to put it on the screen right now please um and and i think it's the best take i've read so far this is from our our dear friend james yep yep i was 14 when my parents split i barely saw my mom for more than a year and my dad was completely withdrawn my own kids were eight and six when my ex and i separated my daughter still asks why i am not there every morning Divorce is fucking awful. Don't be giddy. Just be quiet. I read that tweet and it it makes me emotional. My parents are still together. Like I am, I am a, an exception to the rule, right? But it's heartbreaking, especially when it's coming from somebody you know and they're saying, "Look, man, this shit, it's terrible. Don't don't be piling on." It it is terrible, and right, we have a history in Canada about not talking about the personal affairs of our leaders. Yes. Now, I understand people are going to turn around and say, oh, well, you know, they're fair game. They got into politics, whatnot. But the kids are not. Kids and are. anything you say about the parents can be heard by the kids and is going to get back to the kids in some point. Now, you know, like yeah, this. I know. And, and I've been terrible to Pierre Poliver, and his kids are going to hear it too. Yeah. I'm guilty. Mia culpa. Right. Mia culpa. But we're talking about, we're not talking about them as public figures. We are talking about them as parents. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a difference. You've got other things circulating. For example, photos with him standing next to Melanie Jolie and said, oh, well, we know who's next one's going to be. Right. Stop. Stop. You don't have to swing at every pitch. And as a child of divorced parents myself, mm-hmm. it's not fun. Now, my parents separated before I was born while my mom was still pregnant, so I did not go through the rupture. Mm. But just like any child of divorced parents, I got asked where my other parent was a lot. And then tell them and try to tell your friends you know, before the age of six that you don't actually know your dad because you've never met him. And then tell them after the age of six that, oh, well, you met him once. Mm. You know, (laughs) the people piling on to this and really, really trying to make hay out of it, not only, well, it's, it's been an absolute hurricane of filth, uh, misogyny, uh, racism, homophobia, it's all in there. And, and the thing that I find so disgusting about all of it, yes, the children will be affected by it. Yes. Sophie will be affected by it. And of course, even the PM will be affected by it because he's still a human being. But the thing that I find so disgusting about it is there's not a single person in this country who has not been touched by divorce in some way, whether it's been you directly, uh, a friend, a family member, a colleague, you, it's like mental health issues. Everyone is touched by yeah. it. If someone hasn't had it directly in their immediate family, they know someone. You know someone. So why are you being a raging asshole about this? Why? It's none of your damn business. It has nothing to do with policy. He's still incredibly capable of doing his job, as evidenced by the speech he gave, like, what, two days ago? When we didn't know this was going on. Yes. Because this was going I mean, on. And this has yeah. been going on for months. 
Because I'm sure they well, just and, didn't and, wake up one morning and say, hey, let's do this today. What? How do you feel? I'm sure they've talked no. about it a lot and they felt it coming. Strategized and figured out a way to do it. You know, it's, that's the thing. And, and the amount of people coming out of the woodwork saying, I know it. It's been going on since 2019. No, you didn't. You're the same assholes who probably accused Lorene Harper of being a lesbian while Stephen Harper was having an affair with John Baird. None of that happened. It's all bullshit. Look, we shouldn't be delving into people's personal lives, except when they make it personal. Right? Yep, like when you're in the people closet going, why are you bashing other gay people. Exactly. When people are going, why, why, okay, why are you lefties picking on Anna Polyev? Well, she dove in head first and fired salvos at the prime minister. Yeah, and it's not like nobody picked on Sophie when she decided to sing that song. Which I still think was a bad. I know, idea, but th that was an instance of the of the spouse yeah. putting themselves into the political mix. They are fair game then. Yes, and then she was like, well, "That was a bad idea," and pulled herself way back after that. Hmm. Oh, I don't know what happened there. I'm there, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why did you just disappear on uh, me? And I'm like, "Oh, oh, did your computer crash?" And then you came right no, back. You, so. you actually disappeared on me on my screen. Oh, okay. it was really oh, weird. weird. Um, so yeah, um, if you want to see some of the tweets, we put it on the Twitter feed. I don't think we're going to put it on uh, on, no, on the show no. because these people get no. uh, enough visibility as it is. Um, but here, it's just the the thing of you know, it's like don't expect me to have any sympathy for the kids. These kids are not the first kids to have gone through divorce. That's not RuPaul. So yeah, but these particular kids, it's the first time their parents are going through a divorce. Again, and they have to emotionally stunted, very shriveled up old prune. I know the words you really want. In to the public eye. Okay. I'm just Yeah. Yeah. I I mm. Yeah. People like know, that. Know, and the thing was, the, the thing was, is when the news came out yesterday, I saw first the Instagram thing, right? Because I think it came out mm -hmm. on Instagram and um, Justin yes, Sophie put out uh, similarly worded posts at the same time. Um, and at first I thought, okay, and I saw these comments like right away. Ken was already out with his like the signal boost and, you know, the worst possible take. Right. Um, and I thought, okay, wait a minute. Is this one of these meme things that people create? Oh, there wasn't see everybody. Oh, they're getting divorced and see if everybody bites. Just like, oh, yeah, Betty White died. How many times did Betty White die before she actually died <laughs> on the internet? Right. So it's like, I'm so okay, okay, this is one of these things. And it took about half an hour for me to see something somewhere else. Like the first thing that I saw that made me think, okay, maybe this is real was a post from Evan, Emmett McFarlane saying, you know, let's chill out because he usually doesn't write about stuff that hasn't happened. But I still mm -hmm. hadn't seen anything like for about half an hour or late. And I had had a first take saying like my first take was going to be now watch all the people who prove just how ugly they are. And I took it down oh, yeah. because I thought, mm. you know, cause when he tweets from Twitter, it's from Canadian PM or from Justin Trudeau. And this one had extra dishels in the middle and stuff like that. And I thought, mm, maybe this is a meme. Maybe somebody started a fake account, put that in. Just, but about half an hour later, it was pretty clear that it was, really? it was indeed them and it was indeed real. Um, and yeah, I am. Um, 
Linda's take on this is perfect. This is the same crowd that says, we have to protect the children. Now they're going to use the children as a battering ram. Just. Yeah. Uh, one of the really bad takes that surprised me. Surprised Jordan Peterson me more... was human for 30 minutes. Eh? Pardon? Jordan Peterson was human for 30 well, minutes. Well, yes, that was a good take. Well, about an but, hour and 18 minutes, to be precise. Is that what it was? An hour and 18 minutes. So he posted a tweet saying, you know, divorce is bad. You know, let's like, you know, sort of like be calm. And then one hour and 18 minutes later posted a picture and sort of like, um, oh, yeah, the one of a Trudeau uh, apparently writing the TTC that everybody's going, oh, my God, mm -hmm. it's easy to write the TTC when you have 75 security people and the camera person, blah, 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 blah. Of course, we all know he has security people and camera people. Like, this doesn't... He still wrote the DTC as much as, as much as you could when you're prime minister. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> right? and it was it was on uh, it was on Emancipation Day, and it had to do with this underground railroad because it's an underground railroad, the subway. <sighs> That's why he was on it. Emancipation Day, underground railroad. There's a whole theme going on there. That's okay. why he was on it. Okay. That no, I'm not like that's literally what. It oh, was. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am. And then he says, oh, I guess Sophie gets the car. Yeah, yeah. Which was like, as jokes go, not the worst, but uh, the yeah. only joke I saw that somewhat landed was a doctored photo of Sophie Gregoire Trudeau hand in hand with Pete Davidson. <laughs> go, oh my God, he moves fast. That one was funny. It landed because the joke yeah. wasn't about them. The joke was about him. Yeah. It was about Pete yeah. Davidson. <laughs> well, that was the only attempt at humor mm -hmm. from that that I saw. And even then, it might have been a little too soon. It, I've it, got an inappropriate sense of humor, so I laughed. But a little too soon, but I, I'll chuckle at that one too. Um, we can, because well, the whole thing is that it had to be soon because it's my God, he was fast. <laughs> so I, I get it. I get it, <laughs> but yeah, the the rest are just. And I think the best tweet I saw was this one uh, by someone I don't I do not know. Uh, goes by uh, Joey Oberhofer. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll put it up here. Hopefully, the thing will work with us. We'll there we go. Uh, you know, I'm going to blow it up a little more here. There you go. You know who's seeing your hilarious takes about Justin and Sophie separating? Your friends who have gone through a separation and divorce. And we kind of think you're being a dick. Exactly my take. Uh, you know, in different wording of my take, what I just said a moment ago, there's not a person in this country who has not been touched by this. Same as mental health issues. We've all been touched by it. Some of us personally, some of us directly, but we've all been touched by it. Everybody is affected when it happens. Everybody. If your family member gets a divorce, it's going to affect you in ways you didn't know. You're not even part of the divorce, but if they have children, they have a life that they've built together and now suddenly it's being split apart, it's going to affect you too. So don't be a dick and, and, and do what James said. 
Just be quiet. Just be quiet. Sadly, there are many people who are incapable of that. Yeah. And, and, oh, I saw somebody earlier this morning who was like, somebody said, you know, we should stay out of this. This is none of our business. And, of course, the trolls jump on that right away. And one of the first comments was, uh, I blame Trudeau for blah, 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 blah. And then it was, uh, try saying goodbye to a loved one over Zoom during COVID. To which I responded, well, I'm sorry for your loss, but healthcare is a provincial matter. That was provincial, not federal. Place the lay, lay the blame where it should be laid, upon your premier, premier or, or, or your, uh, I can't remember what is, uh, what Jason Kenney was, no, yeah, I guess premier, even premier. if you have legislative assembly, it's still premier, right? Right. So lay, lay the blame on your premier, because they were all provincial matters. All the shutdowns, all the business closures, none of that was federally mandated. It was all done by the provinces, because remember what the provinces fought for 40 years ago? More control over their, their destiny. They got it. They were in control of that. The mandates were provincial. You can blame him. You're laying the blame at the wrong table. Blame the right person. You want to get mad? Get mad at the person who put you in that situation. And I know he's the punching bag for everybody uh, on the extreme right, of course, but and a lot of people who are center right, center left, they'll, they'll make him the punching bag, as Jugmeet has done recently when it comes to housing. And Jugmeet, bro, if you're watching, stop. Stop acting like Skippy. Stop acting like Pierre Polyev. We don't like him because he's a shit gibbon. We like you, but you, you can't behave in that manner and expect to win a damn thing. Sunny Ways is what got Pierre, uh, Pierre Justin Trudeau elected the first time. Uh, and I think the spicy Trudeau we've been seeing lately is about to get a whole lot spicier. Well... Let's put it this way. If politics did get in the way of his marriage, mm-hmm. and if it is the case that uh, the rising vitriol made the situation where Sophie said, sorry, I just... I can't. Not this. I, I, I can't. Mm-hmm. Not another four years. Mm-hmm. Or six. If he goes through the end of this term and gets another four years. I, I, I'm i sorry, love. I can't. I love you, but I, I can't. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, you've got Trudeau going, um, uh, I'm in a battle for the soul of the nation, and I'm the prime minister of a G7 nation, and I'm the dean of the democratic progressive countries in a world where everything is can't going. Um, I can't walk away right now. And potentially, this is being um, maybe a little full of your own self-importance. Mm, oh, yeah, of course. Maybe yeah. there is somebody else that could come come up and take his place and he could mm-hmm. but it's not like the party has prepared the train for this no because he had the intention even though everybody's been talking for four years okay when's he gonna go when's he gonna take his walk in the snow clearly he has every intention of staying and he always seemed to have it there was no indication from anything coming from his body languages words inconsistencies in speech and whatnot that indicated that he had a desire to go mm-hmm uh so if that is the case and he is feeling um uh, i i i can't 
quit now. I, I love you and I love my family, but I also love my country. And you have to remember that this is maybe potentially, again, I don't know because I don't know how he was raised, but given that he was the son of arguably the most popular and most appreciated prime minister in Canadian history, he might be inherently imbued with a love of country mm -hmm. and a sense of service and duty that maybe most of us don't have by virtue of the family he comes from uh, and therefore even more thinks that he needs to stay. Oh, yeah. Who knows? But we have a situation here where irony of ironies and not a nice one that the only two prime ministers of Canada who got divorced while in office, while in office are father and son Trudeau's. Yeah, that's, that's eerie. So I'm sure he's going through a lot reliving. Mm -hmm. Well, he's, he's, he's a child of divorce. Yes. And also Sophie has made comments in the past about mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And we know that his mother had health, mental health issues and is a very strong mental health advocate. Mm -hmm. there, I can't imagine a reality in which this man is not going through all the feelings. Mm -hmm. As well as Sophie, as well as the kids. But of talking course. about the prime minister specifically, because everybody thinks, oh, well, you know, he's the prime minister, so he's fair game and anything, anything goes. He chose to run. He chose to run. He's the leader. He put himself up. He's the tall nail. He's the tall poppy. Cut him off at the knees. It's it's all fair. And you know what? Maybe the prime minister thinks that the same thing too. You know what? I've got the thick skin. He said it in his comments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can handle it. Well, he but remember just because you can doesn't mean you should. Remember what uh, Senator Patrick Brazo said: "You underestimate this man at your own peril." I think they're giving them motivation. <laughs> I think we're about to see a different Justin Trudeau. I think we're. Um, what what we're? I don't know what we're going to see, but I think we're going to see a different version of him. Yeah. Thinking about his own family, mm -hmm. well, he said uh, uh, it's written here, and there's an article in the CBC. Justin, who was born nine months after his parents wed, experienced their divorce as a young child, and he wrote at length about those years in Common Ground is a book. Mm -hmm. Trudeau said that much of what was written about his parents' relationship was, quote, lurid and inaccurate. F quote, from my perspective today, the commonly held story of my parents' marital breakdown is nothing but a caricature because my father was not just the tradition-bound diehard he appeared and my mother was not entirely the totally free spirit that her actions suggest. Things are never that simple, especially with a couple as complex as my parents, and I remain amused by and exasperated with those who view their relationship, all the passion, triumph, achievements, and tragedy mm -hmm. in black and white, seeing it merely as a flawed union between a cool and aloof man and an exuberant and uninhibited younger woman. It was that, but also much more. Well, to quote to the Silver Fox, Charlie Rich, when we get behind closed doors. I would probably assume that a version of those quote with a couple of version of that quote with a couple of words changed mm -hmm. here and there could probably apply to their relationship. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. There, but for the grace of whatever it is you believe in, go you.
Mm-hmm. And this, this is, is an interesting not comment. Pardon? Yeah. This is an interesting comment from PNC Bio. Well, yeah. People have been suggesting that extra price spicy Trudeau is likely to pull better, not only because he's extra spicy, but um, again, one in two marriages end in divorce. This is incredibly relatable. To most of Canada. Right? Right? Right. Everybody, all the conservatives, the, the worst of the conservative movement, the worst of the extreme left movement, were rolling up their pant legs so they can... Uh, go into the bucket and dance and squish those grapes. Mm-hmm. Trying to make them into wine, W-H-I-N-E. It's not a good look. No. And if you've got your real face and your real name on social media and you're saying that, I have no sympathy for it. I've divorced. I find this hilarious. It's like, Liar. No. No, you don't. No, you don't. You may find it hilarious that it happened to him because you don't like him and it's a bad thing that happened to him in his personal life and it really, really hurts and you're an ugly person. And therefore you find it hilarious, but you don't find the divorce hilarious and you certainly don't find the divorce hilarious because you had one. And if you're saying that, then you probably didn't have kids. Where, like, you didn't see the pain that they went through when you guys divorced because you would not be saying that. Like literally, where's the humanity? Oh, it's been checked at the door for some people. But that's what I'm saying. This one is a test. This one's a litmus test, right? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, something bad can happen to him professionally. Well, serves him right. But this is something bad that's happening to him personally. And we know he loves his kids. And they were married for 18 years. That you don't have a marriage of 18 years if there wasn't love there. There was a genuine connection, genuine friendship. And it may not be that they're out of love. Some people get divorced and it's not because there's a lack of love. Love sometimes is not the issue. Love sometimes is not enough. We don't know. We don't know. And there's a lot of people that are commenting like they know. It's not going to age well. It's not a good look. The worst take, one of the worst takes, uh, and it completely surprised me, um, came from Althea Raj. Yeah. Absolutely stunned me. Uh, Toronto Star, Justin Trudeau's marriage breakdown is personally sad and inescapably political. And then uh, the little line under it, Liberal strategists have their work cut out for them after cultivating the Prime Minister's image as a loving husband and family man. What does that have to do with any of it? He's not any less of a family man because something didn't work in his marriage. Doesn't mean he doesn't care about his family. Don't it wasn't an image. It wasn't an image. The marriage wasn't fake. The fatherhood wasn't fake. This wasn't cultivated. This is what they brought to the party. They were married 18 years ago. 
they were married before he got into politics. I'm cultivating the prime minister's image as a loving husband and family man. Maybe the prime minister was or is a loving husband and family man. And then the image handlers say, hey, well, let's put that front and center because that usually works well, quite well. There's a difference between cultivating an image and taking what's there and highlighting it. This take assumes that a lot that we saw in public was fake and put on. Kitsasi sounds like a lot of people are projecting their own marital problems onto Justin Zovi. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. And as says, separated isn't a divorce. Sometimes separation ends in divorce. Sometimes it does. Hey, this could be simply a situation as well. You know what? You're going to run again. This next election is going to be the nastiest one. Uh, I'm out for this. Yeah. Like this, we're separating, we're doing this to protect me, we're doing this to protect the kids. Should you become prime minister again? Yay for you. Should you not? Let's talk about it. Maybe we'll get back together. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We we don't know. We don't, don't know. It could be anything. Anything is statistically. Yes, he could have cheated on her. Yes, she could have cheated on him. Yes. If you want to assume the worst, yes, it could be that. And it could just be, whoa, I didn't sign up for this. I signed up for eight. That was enough. Mm. We don't know. And one of the things that we do not like on the show is people who rush in to fill in the blanks of a story with what they wish slash need slash want slash hope to be true for their narrative to be able to stand rather than being comfortable with not Knowing. If you can't be comfortable with not knowing, and if you can't be comfortable with ambiguity, commenting on politics or being in politics is probably not somewhere you should be. Sometimes you don't know. Here's a a really good comment from our, our good friend Hugh. In response to uh, James's tweet earlier, he says, some things, regardless of one's own political, emotional perspective, need to be treated with respect. Breakdown of marriage is one of them. It's a horrible experience for everyone involved. Seeing idiot Muppets making gleeful hay from this diminishes their already pathetic qualities. And Kitlin M, again, people think they're entitled to know things that they aren't entitled to know when it comes to public figures. Bang on, bang on, bang on. They're public figures. We have a right to know. No. No, you don't. No. Unless there's any evidence that it is directly impacting his job performance. No. And even if it is directly impacting his job performance, you don't have a right to know everything. You just have the right to know about the little bit that's affecting his job performance. And there is no evidence at all, anywhere. None of us even knew this was in the works. So there's no evidence anywhere that this has affected job performance. 
Well, and you know, people have been floating. Well, the rumor's been around, has it? It's been it, the rumor's been around since 2019. Well, the rumor that Marine which Harper, rumors? You know, which rumors? The rumors you started that he groped someone. The rumors that you started that he was trying to get get it on with Bianca Andreescu on that stage. The rumors you started that there. Yeah. What was the real reason he left that academy? The re- yeah. they're not rumors because you started them. Well, I started the rumor that Pierre Polyev is named after Pierre Trudeau, but I did that because it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and and it gets the hackles up of his his uh, extreme right-wing Christo-fascist evangelical supporters, and I like to get their hackles up. I'm just literally, literally the worst people mm. are coming out. And they are identifying themselves. You know that, that thing they say in the America, thank you for self-identifying and self-deporting? Mm-hmm. Applies here. Thank you for self-identifying as someone who just doesn't have an ounce of decency in their body. And please, thank you for self-deporting from the conversation. Because anything you have to say about anything after you do that is tainted with that and just has no value. Get saucy. People have become toxic over knowing every personal detail of celebrities and public figures. Princess Diana is a prime example. Oh, yeah. I am. I am heartbroken. I'm just, Um, I feel. Well, that's the thing is I don't know. I don't know any of these people. No, no. Never met them. Never even been in the same room. I think the closest I may have gotten to Prime Minister Trudeau was like one Canada Day when I was somewhere on Parliament Hill. <laughs> and he was somewhere on Parliament Hill, maybe at the same time, maybe. Um, I don't know these people no. at all. But I met him um, once. I have a very he was out with his daughter, but I don't know him. I met him. Yeah. yeah. But I had a very particular and unique childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, my parents separated before I was born. Uh, I'm a child of a interracial marriage. My parents married in the '60s uh, when interracial marriages were not cheered. <laughs> um, yeah. And you can tell that you can tell that by my parents' wedding photos because my mom came from a, one of those families with something like twenty-seven point four six eight kids. <laughs> And there's only like only five of them in the wedding photos. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people who had a problem with a white woman marrying a black man. Oh yeah, you can tell by the number of people who weren't in the photos that a lot of people had a problem with that, which maybe explain why I don't know any of my aunts and uncles, because clearly I'm fruit from the poison tree. Um, we got to pivot quickly before I head. And then I, gotta, I have an eight o'clock meeting I have to get to. Pardon? Uh, we have to. I have. Let's pivot quickly. Uh, I've got two things I want to okay. bring up quickly, and then I got to run because I got an eight o'clock meeting. Um, first thing. So Facebook started removing news, right? Facebook and Google and Instagram started removing news from their feeds. I don't care. Uh, I don't care at all. And of course, who comes out with the the worst take? And, and again, taking. <laughs> Pierre Polyev, it gets more and more surreal. The government law is making news disappear from the internet. No, 
When Trudeau said he admired China's basic dictatorship, he meant it. He was quoting your leader, Stephen Harper. I will give people back control of their speech and lives in the freest nation on earth. Hang on a sec, though. If that's true, which we all know it isn't, uh, if that were true, then why would he say this, where he takes people's freedom away? plan on building so many houses when we don't have the trades people and we have we don't have the health care that can handle millions more migration and like agenda like agenda 2030 like all these agendas yeah. kind of so I'll go through it one by one. So the, the agenda 2030 first thing is you gotta ask Maxine Bernie about that because he's part of the WEF and what? Okay. Can I interject one I didn't interrupt you so, so. I didn't interrupt you, so listen to what I have to say. So Bernie went to the WEF, and then he lied about it. That was the worst part. You know, I knew that he was part of the WEF, but he should have just known up to it. And then he got caught lying. So if you look up this article by True North, where they caught him lying, and he lied to the people about his involvement. What else is he lying about? So that's the... Did so Harper sign us into that, the, though? The, the, no, he, he wasn't forced to go. He went by... No, 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 he so. signed us into Agenda 2030, and Mulroney signed us into Agenda 2030. No, no, no. But Bernier was, was, went to the WF on his own. Like, I'm no, going to vote for you. I'm, I'm a PGC supporter. I'm yeah. going to vote for you I because it. I want to give you enough rope that you can do what you need I to do. And if you don't, then it's going to... Give you enough rope? <laughs> oh. That's, that's my, my honest right thing. So I, I'm against any of these agendas. I'm never going to do what the UN tells me to do. I'm banning my members from being involved in the World Economic Forum. Wait a second. Didn't he just say this a few minutes ago? Uh, I'll give people back control of their speech and lives in the freest nation on earth. But you're banning your members. Members for being involved in the World Economic Forum. How can you make us free when you take our freedom of choice away? We're going to put people, we're going to get rid of the mandates, banning central bank. What mandates? Currency, no mandatory it's all garbage. It's a lot of companies don't get funding now. It's all garbage. See, right there, that's the cap, right? I can't take any more of his shit. DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. It's all garbage. The mask didn't slip. He ripped it off. He ripped it off, and he showed us exactly who he is. I know it's a far pivot from what we were talking about a few minutes ago, but come on, like this is, this is unacceptable. All right. Uh, I think we have a show. We do, sir. We do, sir. I have to get into the office. I apologize. Right. Uh, just, it's beyond my control. Got to, got to earn a living. You know. That work thing, you know, two people had sex in 1967 and here I am having to work every day. Uh, kids, this is the end of this episode of sorry. the Daily Beaver Podcast. <laughs> sorry, Mom, but you know. Uh, we hope you love listening to us because we loved making this for you. Remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless. Uh, so please uh, let your peeps know about us. 
Because democracy is something that you do, if you uh, please could donate to the Red Cross because the wildfires are still going strong, uh, I would personally really much appreciate it. Uh, if you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Cryer Media Network as well as all Beaver Grizzly friendly platforms. Stars and reviews are appreciated. We love to hear from you. Please reach us on our Facebook at True North Eager Beaver, our Twitter feed at True Eager, or by email via True North Eager Beaver at gmail.com. And why not also subscribe to our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated YouTube channel? That helps us out big time. Smash those buttons. We can't do this without your kind and generous support. So if you feel that we've done a particularly good show, uh, if you're watching, please scan the QR code by Mr. Grizzly's uh, head, and that will bring you to our emergency coffee hot chocolate. Uh, hydration fund. And if you're listening, please go to coffee.com, ko-fi.com slash eager beaver, all in one word, lowercase letters to make your donation. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it can be a tough world out there. So please be kind to and gentle with yourself. Mr. Grizzly, some words of wisdom, please. Uh, kindness prevails. Uh, this separation that our prime minister and his wife are going through is going to be very difficult on both of them and their children. We should keep our damn noses out of it. As James said, be quiet. All right, Mr. Grizzly, roll the credits, please. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. text message from Mr. Beaver, and he's telling me the power just went out where he is. So uh, I'm all alone right now, Ben. I gotta go. I gotta get to work. Have yourself a great day, kids. Uh, kids and cubs, we will see you soon. Take care. Bye. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.